Hello, everybody. My name is Oresia Nyaware. Welcome to the second episode of the VUCA podcast. Today, I have Nono Sokoto, who is our guest, and she will be talking about all things agri. She's a self-motivated businesswoman who has built a remarkable career in the agricultural sector, focusing primarily in agriculture and empowering youth and women and new entrants in the agriculture sector. She leverages her financial services background together with her astute entrepreneurial skills to distinguish herself as a new breed of future agriculturalists in the developmental space nationally and globally. She believes that engaging in the right platforms and collaborating with the right partners can propel her efforts to contribute to the transformation of the agricultural industry in her country and the rest of Africa. Welcome, Nono. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm fine in yourself. Uh, thanks for this opportunity. Thank you. Can you please, that was such a powerful intro. I just want to know from you, who are you in 2021? <laughs> have you updated? Have you added some things that you're doing? Are you still the same? Tell us. Yeah. So in general, that really sums up all the work that I'm doing. Um, um, the one thing that's really big though, is I've really identified um, a gap in the agricultural sector in supporting uh, young people. Um, so I um, not only have been working at the farm, I also work in the industry, um, in the focusing around supporting young people to get into agriculture, around finding jobs and all sorts of opportunities. I've also um, uh, got a, a post at African Leadership Academy, mm -hmm. um, which started last year. And, and I'm building a program that's uh, galvanizing a network of young people from across the continent who are interested in building careers and running ventures in the agricultural sector. And it's across the uh, entire value chain. So it's not only in farming. So, yeah, so my focus is really around, um, as I said, collaborating with the right stakeholders to bring about those opportunities, to open up those doors for those young people, and also to expose them to the many opportunities that really exist in the sector. Thank you so much. And that's exactly why we have you on today. I would like to hear all about those opportunities in detail. I'm sure the VUCA audience is also excited to know about that end to end of the farming industry. So could you please talk about some of the initiatives that you've been involved in and the impacts that they've had on young farmers? Yeah. So um, just to give you a bit of background, when I started, um, I joined my father as a young farmer. So now maybe I'm not so young. <laughs> just 10 years ago when I joined my father on, <laughs> I know I look it, but <laughs> age says otherwise. Um, so when I joined my father as a young um, um, person, um, you know, working at a commercial farm, it was, um, you know, very well established. It was, a, a, it was quite a large um, enterprise that we're running with a variety of mixed uh, uh, commodities. 
And I think for me, what was interesting was trying to see how I can get support for, uh, to further what we were doing, because we still were learning. We still needed access to more funding, more um, you know, training, and also access to markets. And so when, I, when we reached out to one of the organizations that we could help get help from, which is African Farmers Association of South Africa, um, I then realized that you know, they were also, it was an organization made up of people like us who had just entered the industry and also trying to figure things out. And so as a member, I put up my hand and then I was able to, um, you know, I was appointed to run the young, young farmers. Um, so AFASA Youth. So AFASA is the abbreviation for the organization. So I actually headed up um, AFASA Youth nationally and really started the, um, you know, initiatives that would uh, galvanize uh, young people. So find them. Are the young people actually, you know, farming? We always hear that young people are not interested in agriculture. So I had to make sure that I can disprove that, <laughs> which I believe I did. So over the years, I've started a Facebook group to kind of invite young people interested in working in agriculture. And now it's sitting at like something like 9,700 people. And it's all young people, either they are farming, either they want to get into farming, or either they are studying in agricultural studies. And so that was really the initial way to say, okay, great. So there are young people. Now what? Uh, and then so some of the initiatives was really I'm trying to understand what were the challenges that they were facing? Were they similar to mine? Um, um, were they, and how, it is, how would we be able to kind of solve them and, and overcome those challenges? And so um, the, the initiatives that I did was really to um, uh, engage with uh, uh, corporate stakeholders who could provide a variety of support for young farmers, uh, government departments um, that were relevant, obviously, in agriculture, um, as well as, as I said, you know, globally and, and internationally. And that's when we also were able to reach out to World Farmers Organization. And I also did you know, some work around how it is that young people needed to be supported. And so, yeah, so the initiatives that I've done have, have um, attracted quite a lot of attention. I mean, I've even been able to go to the UN to go and actually put together um, um, <clears throat> thoughts and ideas of how we believe young people should be supported in this industry. And in general, the initiatives really we're highlighting one that young people are in the industry and they're interested and they're ready to take up arms, but the support is critical for them to be successful because only once you start seeing successful young people, will you be able to attract new, more young people in the industry. Wow. I'm so happy to learn that I am speaking to the right person who is <laughs> on the ground with these initiatives. And I can just hear the passion in your voice. And that is actually leading me to my next question, which is what opportunities or gaps are there for young farmers in South Africa and the continent at large? Like, let's go deep into what are those actual opportunities? Because as you're saying, you've been on the ground, you know what's going on. You are the leadership in the space. So let's yeah. talk about that. Yeah, so funny enough, obviously, when we're talking about agriculture, everyone automatically thinks farming. But in, in reality, we're not all going to be farmers. Um, me, I tell everybody that I am a, a um, what, I'll say I'm a farmer because I earn uh, my income from a farming enterprise. 
but I'm not a farmer because I've not really studied production. So I do not, you will never see me in the, in the, in the garden or in the fields, <laughs> unless if I'm going to check, <laughs> but I'm not the one who's really digging or, you know, or, or milking the cows or whatever the case may be. I am uh, focused on the skills that I bring to the table, which is in business management. And so in finance, and that's what I do. Now, the opportunities that I realize is that it's in the skills we already possess that we can bring into the sector. So, for example, there's, um, I mean, there's a big cohort of young people that I, de- that I deal with that study agriculture. Um, they're based all around the world. And already, if you've got, a, you know, if you're really studying agriculture, it means you already have a very critical skill, especially in Africa, because the majority of our farmers on the continent are smallholder farmers who've been farming with traditional ways. Nothing wrong with traditional ways, but because of climate change and a lot of um, change in what's happening, you need to be able to bring in some sort of learned or studied or scientific way of doing things. And so the opportunities that I you know, make visible to these young people is that you already can be an expert advisor to farmers that are literally down the road from you. Because all of them, majority of them come from farming backgrounds. They live in in, in communities where farming is the main uh, source of income. And yet when they come back, they feel like they have no opportunities. They still need to have land. And I'm saying, you don't need to have land to make the, the best of what the opportunities are available in the sector. You can literally start servicing all those um, uh, uh, farmers around you to provide them advice and, and get them to maybe produce better, uh, increase their yields. There's a lot of businesses that young people are also uh, running that are in providing access to market to such farmers. So that's why you now see uh, in, in, um, um, IT platforms that enable farmers to also have access to market in that way. Um, logistic is a big one. You know, if you're a farmer, you're supposed to be on the farm farming. So maybe somebody else can come and take your produce for you. That's an opportunity in its own to be able to uh, uh, support farmers. So, um, so that's a big that's a big thing around. Uh, I think that's kind of what's lacking in, especially in South African context. When we um, market agriculture as a sector, um, everybody just thinks of land and farms. <laughs> and we're saying the sector is so big, food production is always going to be a, 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 a business of interest. Like we're never going to stop making food. So, um, but it's, it's about understanding all the variety of, of, of opportunities within the sector. So um, um, just to also highlight a few, um, so there's research. Research allows us to keep producing better things and, and, you know, kind of developing, especially now that uh, climate change is a big issue. So research is very important. Then, as I mentioned, there's marketing. Marketing of various types of food that's coming up um, on how it is to eat. That's a whole industry on its own. Um, Marketing of produce to from the farmers to maybe retail or to consumers that's also something there um the other one is um uh cold storage you know it's so important especially on the continent our weather is so so warm which means fresh produce um can't be you know uh exposed for too long you need to have cold storage now that brings engineers you know the minute you start talking about equipment and mechanization that's uh that's engineers so you need engineers in this sector as well 
Um, so, yeah, I mean, the opportunities, are, they can go on and on. Policy, you know, there's young people who are really going to be have to be involved in the, in, in, in the departments. You know, that's a whole new range of, of opportunities there where we, we see that uh, young people can actually get into. Um, and then the, obviously the big corporates. In the big corporates, you have a, a proper organizational structure. How do you have people focusing on HR, you know, in, in agriculture? How do you focus on finance in agriculture? Economics. So there's literally a whole lot of, a lot of opportunities in the sector. The only thing is that we need to find ways to expose it so that people can see this as an, as, as an industry of opportunities, as opposed to how we as black people have seen it as an, you know, an industry of poverty and, and hard work. I I have definitely been a victim of of looking at the industry and just thinking about oh tomatoes I have my kitchen garden and um a couple of years ago I actually got the opportunity to visit Brazil and they're big on farming and they were mm-hmm. endorsing every single thing that you're saying right now where the one thing that stood out to me was for example a cow and they told us that a cow is they use an entire the entire animal like from the hide the hooves the tail if something is going to go and make shoes then that's what it's going to do in retail if one is going to be part of meat and i remember growing up i thought it's just okay maybe it's just a ceremony you know there's a big wedding <laughs> we had a cow and that's it and you're yeah. always seeing your your produce in the end and you don't know what happened throughout the entire system for it to get yeah. to you so thank you so much for enlightening us in that aspect especially like logistics like right now you're just talking about engineers like exactly just you have a skill just find out how you can apply it within this agri industry and thank you for that mm-hmm. now Let's get practical again and give us three tips for a young person who would like to get into the farming industry. Three tips. Yeah, so, um, so I've actually been uh, um, coaching, I guess, a few young people, giving them ideas around how it is you start, because that's always the hardest, hardest part. Um, so the first one for me, I always say, you know, research is very important. Um, and it, and unfortunately, um, if you don't know what you're researching, that's also just as hard. But you've got to make sure that you know that you've done your own research. And if you are then going to get help from someone, you're starting off. Listen, this is what I found out, but I'm not understanding A and B and C. So I get a lot of people just like, I want to get into agriculture. What do I do? Yeah. No, no, yeah. no personal research of their own. Exactly. So I guess it's also around guiding what kind of research you should look for. So step two, it will be you need to understand where you are situated because you're, when you're farming, it's around land. So you need to be based somewhere. So that's the first thing you would need to understand. Where are you and what's happening in your, in, in your, in your area? Those are the, that's a type of research you can start with. Who's farming what? What are the big farmers farming? What markets have you seen? Are, are you next to a town? Are you next to a city? Are you next to a village? What are they buying? What are they eating? That's research that you need to understand. Because if you're going to be in farming, you're going to be producing mainly food that is going to go into a market. So for me, the first research is really understanding where you are going to be based, what's happening in your area, and kind of get an idea of, of what's already existing. Because sometimes we think, 
you know, agriculture is different. A lot of times um, you think in, you know, when you're building a business, you need the competitive edge. So you need yeah. to compete and be better than others. Yes, of course. But in agriculture, there is a lot of collaboration because food production is just something that's going to keep growing and growing. So if there's people in the area that are buying certain things, that's probably what you should produce. Yeah. So that's kind of the research that I think you, you need to think about. Then, um, then the other one would be, uh, so that's the second. The third, the third tip would be um, connect with others in the space. Um, you know, for me, I think that's probably the most, one of the most important things that I've done because I've been able to literally build a career based on understanding, having met people and really understanding where the gaps are, what are they dealing with? And then realizing well, so many people need this or so many people are, are not, don't understand this. And that's why I've identified that actually the space of youth in agriculture is ginormous <laughs> to use a, a funny word because Globally, this is what everybody's struggling with. But I wouldn't have known that had I not really interacted with people and be part of what's happening in the industry. So those are the three tips that I would give someone. Because in all honesty, depending on where you are, the yeah. support, um, the organization, stakeholders that you have are very different. And you'll only really know what's happening in your, uh, in your area if you know people who are already in the system. So that's really what I think is important. So I can't tell you that there is one place that everybody can go and go get help. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. So those are the three tips that I have. No, thank you so much. And I've seen a theme that is coming out in this entrepreneurial industry is networking which is essentially what you're talking about. And you can't work in silos. You need to be able to reach out. You need to be listening to this podcast today. Go check out what's her Facebook group, what's going on in there, network with other people and collaborate, which is another word that you've used that I really appreciate because, again, you cannot work alone. It's important yeah. to find out. You don't need to lean on someone completely, which is what you said with the research. Go do your own kind of work yeah. so that you know where you're coming in from. But also mm -hmm. just reach out to other people and find out. You might find out there's gaps that you didn't even think that existed. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, so best, yeah. the best knowledge is really through lived experiences of others. I hear you. And the last question is, I know you said there's not one location, but let's just touch on what resources are available. So, for example, are there grants? Is there funding? Is there mentorship where a young farmer can go for support? So, just um, yeah. And, you know, in all honesty, I said there's no one-stop shop. Um, it really depends what you need. So... Um, so depending on, I always say, uh, depending on the type of, uh, farming you'd like to do, which means like different commodities. So if you're looking for poultry, you want to go into poultry, you want to go into grain or want to go into a piggery, then yeah. maybe, you know, that's what you need to search, search for associations that are, are, are commodity, uh, associations. There's a lot of information you can get from there. So poultry essay, 
um, pork SA, um, grain SA, potato SA. So all those type of uh, organizations really provide a lot of uh, um, information as well as support in a variety of ways, especially for people who are coming into the industry. So it's, it would be important for you to, that's a nice point of call to understand. Then there's also the farming side, which is the actual land and how you have access. You know, a lot of people um, have a lot of questions around that. How do you access land? Um, the departments, yes, there is there are processes it's not the same everywhere um so the the other point of call is to go to your local municipality and find out what are they doing and what information do they have for for startup uh, farmers so that's that's one place the other place would be um if you feel like maybe you have your own funds or maybe you you really have an, a business that you have an idea you can go and actually google farm to rent so you can rent farms and all over the the country there's rent uh, um uh, farms that are available for rent yeah. so it'll just depend where you are and then you see how you access land um and then the other one would be um i mean there's a lot of um organizations Bouche um is a big one that provides um uh training for startup uh for people to start up or businesses in the sector and they would take you through uh, how to prepare a business plan how to actually make it work how to access markets so they provide a variety of uh, training to be able to 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 actually start a business um so yeah as i say there's no one point one place um yeah but those are a few ideas of where you can actually reach out to and you know I really appreciate what you're saying as well, because one thing that I've learned in the past week is that instead of, instead of asking how someone can help you, try and switch it around and go into these places, you know, the municipalities, wherever, and use, tell them that you have time to volunteer for them to them rather you have where can i where can i plug in what what is it that you need help in and through that you start to learn a lot and again figure out oh this gap exists okay what can i do and then later on when you want to do your own thing they have an easier time supporting you because they already they've seen your your work ethic they've seen your interests they know where to plug you in and continuously introduce you to other people so thank mm -hmm. you so much for that. Do you have any parting shots? Is there something you would like to give light to? Um, it's from me. I'm done. Thank you so much. This is your chance. Let's go. Okay. Um, well, you know, the work that I do um, is as much as it is exposing uh, young people to the variety of opportunities because we really need smart people to choose agriculture um, because food is going to be is important for all of us, especially as the, um, you know, our, our countries and communities are growing. Our population is growing and we are always going to need food security, but we need to make sure that we have solutions that will overcome all the challenges that really exist and are still coming in the sector. So that's the one part. But the other thing that's important is to really speak to um, stakeholders and be in front of people who are, who are decision makers, you know, who will be able to support um, young people to get into the to this sector and really be successful. It's not going to be just the young people's uh, um, interest. It's not going to be enough. They need proper support, and I will be yeah creating an uh, um, an a career to make sure that that happens.
Thank you so much. That is Nono Sekoto. And you will be able to find this interview link in our upcoming March issue, which is around the ugly industry. It will be dropping on March 9th. So thank you so much. And cheers. That's it. Great. Thanks. <laughs> All right.